0: So, fun fact, doggy style may be the best sex position for someone with lower back pain. Now, this doesn't mean that it particularly works for old people, but well, if you're interested in older people, now you know that you can break that back safely. Marvin Gaye was clearly ahead of his time when he made sexual healing, because when you look at such a fact, it clearly tells you that sex is more therapeutic and is very good for, you know, helping the body cope and heal from stuff than we previously thought. Because, like, the man was busy singing sexual healing, and when we were listening to him, you know, we thought he was like most R&B niggas, you know, a very sensual pervert and all. And right now, we're looking at facts that Doggy is clearly helping with back pain. Now, at some point, I'm going to hear a fact that giving head is good for the throat Because you know You have to make sure That his Big Mac truck Ends up touching That thingly thing That's swinging In the back of your throat You know what I'm saying But the problem With such a thing is If that becomes An actual truth And it becomes A fact For all of us to know It'll mean that Cardi B was also Ahead of her time And When you think about it I don't think We should really State that Cardi B Has been ahead of anything You know Unless it's offset Because you know She always gets ahead of him And dumps the nigger But anyways, we have a podcast to start. There's a bunch of things that we really need to talk about. And uh, we need a proper intro because that instrumental has to start playing. So welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who believes that all goats should be called Billy. He is a man whose new favorite form of exercise is skipping leg day. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets here and there, try to make some sense out of them, and, you know, deliver some sort of sensible conclusion with all of that. Now, you know the drill, I know the drill, but if you're a first-time listener, then it's okay. I'm going to repeat that drill for you real quick. It's pretty simple. You go, you see a tweet that you want us to talk about, you send it to the DMs at Bagaka the D on Twitter, the B and the DR capital. If you happen to have seen that tweet on Instagram or on Facebook in the name of a screenshot or an image, you can be sure to send it to at Breaktime on West Side on Instagram and the Breaktime on West Side page on Facebook, and we will take it and decipher it accordingly. Now, the rules are pretty simple, it's just that and one more thing. All tweets are allowed, no tweet is safe. That's just how it is. We keep it simple like that. It's almost as simple as like, share and subscribe the way people usually do on YouTube. And speaking of subscribing, y'all need to start subscribing to us on all of your platforms. Whether it's Google Podcasts, whether it's Apple, whether it's Spotify, whether you're on cast box and especially for those of y'all that have been subscribing on Castbox, a huge thank you to you as well it's always good to know that there's a couple of people that are waiting for that new episode to come out and you know once that episode come through the notification hits you up on your phone and just like that you're you're up to date with the latest and greatest from break time on Westside. now i'm saying but anyways now that i've already handled that i need to get on to the tweets normally i have a thing that i get to rant about but this time i feel as though there are so many tweets we need to kind of skip that one so on to the first tweet take your 21 day leave go home and tell your woman you lost your job explain further that there was some loss and you had to use your savings to settle spend the next 14 days observing how you are treated at home and what you married now normally this would sound like something that the girls would tell us this sounds like something that the ladies would be carrying out on us in the name of a test but because this is a financial issue this is more of a guy's thing this is something that guys would do and by all means i i completely agree with with this entirety of of a test because when you look at the world right now men have kind of been reduced to just their financial capability, their ability to be resourceful. And yes, you can be resourceful in other ways beyond just financially. But ideally, your ability to be loved, your ability to be appreciated as a man is down to you being resourceful. But the reality of the matter is we won't always have money. I don't think every single person or at least I don't think most people will always have the money or the resourcefulness or the capabilities whenever you know it's suitable or or, or at least you know 24 7 there's times when people will be broke there's times when people might lose their jobs there are times when people will be stuck in debt and all of that and the question is will your partner leave you when such a thing happens because during corona actually when corona hit it didn't look like it was going to be a big issue but as the months kind of piled on a lot more people started bringing up stories of them being dropped because they had lost a job and because of that and they weren't able to sustain their lifestyle their ladies left them their so-called wives their so-called ride or dies dropped them and left because if you can't sustain the lifestyle that we have then i'm not going to reduce mine for yours something like that and the thing is in as much as, yes, it's happened to a few people but it's not like every woman will do it, it's good to find out early enough. Yes, for some people, it seems like something that should have been done or at least should have been tested before you got married. And by all means, that's all true. Yes, you probably should be carrying out some of these tests before you get married because imagine going through the entire hassle of getting married, splashing millions on a wedding, all for you to find out that this person isn't going to be with you for richer for poorer. This person won't be with you in sickness and in health, you know, in wealth and in none of it, they won't be there. So obviously you should do it before you get married. But the problem is there's some people that will do everything possible to make sure that they look like prime candidates for marriage. And yes, it's a reality. People will go ahead and do whatever it takes to make sure they look like their wife material. That they're marriage material that they're worth being with but the minute they've gotten the ring that's when you see their full colors and once you see that such a thing is a possibility you need to be able to go and carry out some of these tests just to make sure so yes by all means go take your 21 days of leave of which personally i think just go and select a time when you feel like you can take lot of leave days but taking all 21 seems a bit hard just saying imagine giving up all 21 leave days and then you end up sick on you know some of your other days after you've carried out your test and you know you can't take any leave days it sucks it really sucks but yes you should at least test your partner out on this because financial security is a bit of a contentious issue and most people don't want to look at it because everyone's afraid of the whole confrontation in regards to money and investments and spending habits. So yes, carry this out. For some people, it might seem manipulative, but by all means, men have been manipulated and tested for eons. So we might as well just do something like this to them as well, just saying. But anyways, let us move it on to the next tweet. If your parents count on you, don't play the same game with those who count on their parents. The end. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of Breaktime on West Side, This is true. Know your lane and know how to flex on your lane. Stop trying to flex on a different lane. Because there's people who are in their 20s and some even in their 30s that are playing around with their parents' money and or an inheritance. So by design, they have an unfair advantage. So if you guys go out on a drinking spree and you're trying to match up bottle for bottle with someone who doesn't really have to flinch to get money out while you struggle to maintain a lifestyle and a living for a couple of people, then you're just losing out because you're playing a game that you're not even supposed to be playing. These people are used to getting their money without having to put the work in and they can have a whole load of it or a little bit of it but the thing is they're gonna get it for you you have to work you have bills to pay you have people to take care of if one of them gets sick you're royally screwed if you don't have a savings or some other source of income to kind of just keep things going so of course you should look at how it is that you live And in as much as some people seem like they're living the good life, they're probably living the good life because it's not really their money per se, but because the money trickled down from a parent or a guardian. If it was investment money and this is someone that's flexing and they don't have bills to pay, it also still applies. If you're taking care of people, it might not look like you have that much to flex with, but the mere fact that you're handling a bunch of bills for a bunch of people in and of itself is a flex. So learn to flex in your own lane. Sometimes buying a fridge for your house and you're paying school fees for three people and you're taking care of someone else's medical bills is a flex on its own. Sometimes not buying a car for a while because you're trying to make sure that your family is on the come up and comes up as well as possible is a flex on its own. It won't look like a flex right now. It won't look like a flex in this day and age of social media where everyone's trying to show that they can eat at the best places, they can go on vacations and staycations. But when you're 20, 30, 40, 50 years old and the people that you've helped come up have actually come up, trust me, it will be a flex because at that point, you can be sure that you'll be moving up and these guys will most probably help you and they'll continue to push you along. So that in and of itself, might not look like a flex right now but trust me it'll be a flex later on taking care of other people's bills it's it's a grown person flex it's a mature flex trust me i'm not old enough to say this but i've i've seen the flex in the people who actually talk about it so i i'm i'm fairly certain that it is a flex on its own now on to the next tweet Now this is a reply to the tweet which was talking about sex etiquette 101 and this person said always look out for somebody's body language, always ask if they are comfortable, always ask if they are relaxed or in a good space to have it, always ask for consent, if they want to stop let it go, don't beg for it, that's weird bruh. Now because this podcast does deal with matters love, sex and relationships, And I have been told multiple times that most of what I talk about is sex. I will break down this tweet in the same way that I feel someone who talks a lot about sex should probably break it down, which is sentence by sentence. Now, always look out for somebody's body language. Yes, always do that. It's a pretty good way to know if you're doing something right, you're doing something wrong regardless of whether it's foreplay, regardless of whether you're just trying to make out, regardless of whether you've already stuck it in, you always need to look out for someone's body language. Now, by all means, different body languages mean different things to different people in different places based on different cultures. So always look out for some of the more subtle cues and don't be afraid to just check and ask because sometimes we can't all read body language the same. Plus... We're all not that good at reading body language. Some people are a lot better at picking up certain cues and others need something a little bit more visible and flamboyant uh, or just visible. But either way, looking out for body language is always a key thing. Now, next one. Always ask if they're comfortable. Yes. Yes, you should always ask. I'm not going to lie. For quite a number of people who've watched I don't know, a lot of hollywood movies a lot of porn here and there it might seem a little bit weird to just stop and ask someone if they're comfortable and yes it does seem like it might make things awkward it does seem like it might spoil the whole situation as you might look at it but for the sake of your own safety both legally and just physically asking if someone is comfortable is actually a good thing for you by all means for some people, they will always look at it and be like, you know what, it'll dull the mood, it'll spoil the whole moment and it's supposed to be fun, blah, blah, blah. But you can't fully enjoy it and have fun if he or she is not comfortable. So always checking on that is actually a very, very key thing. Now, unfortunately for some people, yes, it will still dull out the mood, but for the sake of your safety and not being accused of sexual harassment or even just being bad-mouthed or having your reputation ruined because someone was uncomfortable it's better to always ask. Next one. Always ask if they're relaxed or in a good space to have it. Honestly I think this one should have come before they asked if someone was comfortable because normally if you ask someone if they're comfortable you're already in the process of doing it. And by all means, asking someone if they want to do it when you're just about to do it is like asking someone who's put an egg in water and lit the fire if they're boiling an egg. They're probably doing it. Otherwise, they'd have probably not gone through the hassle of doing that unless it's for something that is actually going to happen. And by the way, for those of you all that might feel like asking might ruin the situation or it might kill the vibe or it doesn't make it sound as fun and you want to be slick about it, then I have a solution for you. If you have a partner that likes dirty talk or doesn't mind it, which hopefully should be most of you, then the easiest way is as you're doing it, just be like, do you like it? If they say yes, then you're good to go. And by all means, if they did say yes and they weren't comfortable, then now it falls on them because they were not honest with you. That's a very simple way to do it. It's a very slick way to do it because it counts as dirty talk, but it's also a very good safety option to have when you're in the act, just as a way to sort of keep people safe. Now, next one is always ask for consent. By all means, yes, always ask for consent. And if someone's told you that they're comfortable and they're in a relaxed and a good place to have it, by all means, go ahead. That in and of itself is consent. Because, well, they said that they like it. They said that they wanted to have it. That's consent in and of itself. I don't want to make it sound too repetitive, but asking for consent is a very vital thing to do, especially right now. And especially for the people who are in Nairobi, Kenya, you guys know that online we've we've been having a bit of a talk and we've been having a bit of a discussion this entire week on rape culture. So, yes, consent is very important. Uh, next one if they want to stop let it go yes by all means if they say that they want to stop stop regardless of what gender you are whether you're male whether you're female if you're told stop stop if they tell you that stop is the word that makes them not quickly stop don't even bother continuing you know how crazy she is you know how crazy he is you don't want to be accused of some sort of sex offense simply because when they said stop, you continued and they're using TSA from the neighbor. By all means, people can be put in very precarious positions because of very weird circumstances. So by all means, if you're told to stop, just stop. Even though you're about to nut, it's fine. You can go and nut somewhere else. You can jerk off or like care. Next one, don't beg for it. That's weird. Yes, by all means, you shouldn't beg for it at no point in time should you beg for it regardless of whether you're male or female worse if you're male the minute you choose to beg for it and you're a guy it reduces whatever confidence you have it kills whatever manliness it is that you have this is this is one of those things that toxic masculinity preaches which i actually agree on don't ever beg or plead for sex at that point if, if you're begging and pleading for it, then even though you get it, you're not going to like it. Pity sex is shit, by all means. If you're a lady, then you might go off a little bit scot-free. But either way, by the time you're begging and pleading for it, you know very well that that person doesn't really like you that well. Or at least just doesn't want to give it to you. So there's no need in pushing that hard for it. But anyways, on to the final tweet. Women aren't less horny than men it's just that the horny program runs in the background and for the men it's a pop-up this is probably the easiest way to explain our sexual biology in terms of our genders because with with the ladies they can get horny and and still look the same they're fine they don't have a problem uh even though you your your nipples harden or some shit you know it's in a bra so it's not like it's gonna be poking out And the only time you'll know that they're horny is if they actually show it to you. And if they actually express it to you. With guys, we get horny and it's like, it's all over the place. You know, dick print is there. At some point you're sitting down. It starts to show itself, you know, the boners everywhere. And sometimes it's even for things that don't make you horny. Take for example, when you start dozing off, your boner comes through and it's not like you really wanted it to be there. And the worst part is, for some people, that's when it appears. But when you want to hit shorty, and when you want to hit it from the back, it suddenly decides, you know what, I don't feel like coming out, you know? And that's when you have to call on to the gods to give you a little bit of that strength so that you can give it one more push. You know what I'm saying? It's a very weird way in which our biology works. Because for some of us, if we were women, we'd never really look as horny as we actually are. And for some of these women if they had the same pop-up situations that guys did, we'd see that they're horny 24-7. Now, the unfortunate and the sad part about all of this is that a lot of women will look at someone who has a boner or is getting a boner because they happen to be there and they'll say, gross, it's, it's, it's uncouth, you know, you need some sense of self-control and they clearly don't understand the issue because for them, they get horny and, and no one sees it they get horny and will only know that they are horny when they choose to express themselves when they choose to act a certain way but for us guys we get horny and we suddenly have to walk different we have to start adjusting ourselves and obviously for some people it's easier to hide than others but for most guys we will try to conceal it and for some reason there's always times when it's going to backfire so by all means please understand we are all horny beings and sometimes it just can't be controlled just saying self-control is for everyone but it's not equal in everyone and that's something that a ton of you ladies should probably consider next time but anyways that has been the set of tweets from this episode of tweet street if you feel like you have any comments feedback have any tweets that you would like to send to us the dms are open on instagram it is at break on west Side. on facebook the page it's break time on my site and on Twitter. You can send it to my personal DMs at Bagaka the D, the B and the D R Capital. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. I appreciate you. Don't forget to leave your comments on Castbox if you use the app. And I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.